Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. And today I'd like to share with you something that happens quite regularly is, you know, we get one of our listeners write into us um, asking a question and the message we got this week was quite interesting because I think it applies to a lot of people going through it in our profession, in our community. And it starts with saying not long back that they'd read an article from Ryan Holiday uh, where he talked about dead time or lifetime. And um, I have to say Ryan Holiday will be one of my more favourite uh, writers. Uh, he also wrote a very good book that's been recommended on the show called Ego is the Enemy. And I, I might have mentioned one or two things from that on previous Monday memos. But this idea of dead time or lifetime is actually a fairly old idea, which draws inspiration from the uh, French uh, political protesters who had the slogan, Viva Santon, more literally uh, to live without dead time. Uh, this particular listener, um, their role was made redundant due to a downsizing exercise in their last organisation and they had a question of themselves, I mean, is this going to be their lifetime or their dead time? So uh, they decided to answer this with their actions. So like again a lot of our listeners, uh, they're chartered accountant with over a decade worth of experience in Elements of finance transformation, automation, process improvement, shared services, controllership. And I think there's an appreciation amongst us that things aren't going to solve themselves anytime soon. Could take a while to get back to normal. And uh, the reason why they reached out was to get some perspectives on what should a finance professional an accountant do at present to stay future relevant. And, you know, they bounce around some ideas that they're thinking of, you know, what should be the potential sources of grading their knowledge, uh, groups, related trainings, books, publications, what ones could recommend, uh, digital concepts, you know, they've done a few projects on RPA, uh, should they now focus on AI or machine learning or blockchain for finance? And uh, from a process improvement perspective, should they be focusing on Six Sigma, Lean, um, or are learning agile or Kanban methods for large-scale finance transformation projects. You know, and, and it's a bit sad because this person, they've, they've worked on large-scale finance transformation projects. Um, they've helped with cost reduction. They've done a lot with project management, but perhaps n might not have used some of these tools now they're now questioning, oh, should I be using them? So there's a lot there, and I'd be curious, actually, you know, listening to this sort of message, how would you... How would you have helped this person answer answer their questions? So look, I decided to first give it a go. And uh, my first point back is, you know, I really appreciate the questions, not just from this listener, but any listeners that write into us. Um, and generally when they do, they're not the only one asking the question. So that's the first point. Um, there's many in our community that have been impacted adversely with uh, COVID-19 and being laid off at the moment. And it, it's a shame. Because as, as finance professionals, we have fantastic skills to offer organizations. But thankfully, a lot of our guest mentors on the show have given us some pointers on how we could perhaps uh, move through these scenarios. And uh, I was really delighted that this audience member the, who wrote in uh, recognized that it was the role that was made redundant and not them personally. And again, it's because we have so much value to offer organizations as finance professionals. It was just very disappointing to hear that, again, another one of our community had been made redundant. Um, but before any one of us goes on to seek knowledge, um, you know, it's only of any value seeking out that knowledge. If it's of service to something that adds value to ourselves personally 
or someone else. So the first step is that we really need to understand what is the ideal role that we would value. What does it look like in terms of pay, conditions, the conversations we have with others, the industry, the, the various responsibilities we have. Also, has it got the ecology we're looking for? As in, I mean, does it fit in with the type of lives we want outside of that role? You know, does it provide the necessary time to spend family, friends uh, on our hobbies? And, you know, the writer mentioned transformation. So, you know, given the rate of change as um, has happened, uh, has been happening as well in our profession, how it's gotten faster and exhilarating, opportunities should be rich for anyone looking to, to add value in that area. Um, the second step then is also to, to go back more into ourselves and, and know our strengths, our values, our various experiences to date, um, the value we can, we can bring to others. You know, and a great start is being a, a qualified accountant or a qualified finance professional. Uh, there's a huge and growing community of us out there that are becoming more and more engaged with each other. If I look back three or four years, uh, we're now talking more and more with each other, which is fantastic. It's only going to be good for us moving forward. And then once you've taken those first two steps, the next one really is about reducing that, as you say, that dead time. You know, focus on those activities that get you from where you are to where you want to get to. And that should be the filter you apply in deciding on how you spend your time on activities and your skills development or whatever you need to be doing to go and align those those elements of your strengths with where you want to get to that ideal role. So again, if we're looking and thinking of transformation, what areas of transformation do stakeholders currently value? Is it cost reduction or value capture? What type of people will you be working with? What are their key success factors? And you only find those things out by asking them, having conversations and connecting with them, which, again, thanks to the likes of LinkedIn, makes it much easier because you can research the types of roles you would sort of see people doing that you want to do or those that are on the other end of it receiving uh, and have led maybe transformation projects and have been serviced uh, by the people looking to do the work you're looking to do. So, again, there's people out there to engage in conversations to figure out how do you fill that gap between the first step and the second step. And they might tip you off as to what methodologies they found useful that have worked and haven't worked to get there, depending on the size of the company or the type of industry. You know, you mentioned Lean Six Sigma. I found that a great structure. Uh, definitely has my stamp approval, but it has someone else's. doesn't matter if you're more of a green belt level as opposed to a black belt level. Are there any groups out there like on LinkedIn or within our finance communities or memberships uh, already discussing these? How can I get involved? Uh, does the transformation need to be revolutionary or evolutionary? You know, which one do you want to become known for? Or do you want to do both? A lot of great questions in there. And when you start building that network around you and develop those connections, um, for instance, uh, no joke, this last week I was sent two fantastic articles that I commented on. I'm not as involved on LinkedIn as I used to be. So I really appreciate when people send me articles to go read. Um, the first one was 10 essential soft skills required after COVID-19 and also LinkedIn tips for finance job seekers and introduction. And again, sent the link to this person and again, I commented on this article. So again, when you've got that network around you, um, they will help send you resources that are useful from helping you get to where you want to get to. But they only do that if you're open with them and transparent with them about what it is you really want. And if things are really, really slow, another member of community reached out to me looking if I knew anyone who would help with volunteering or, or pro bono work. 
you know, there's charities, local governments, schools out there crying for such skilled and professional help. And with the, the nature of the world being so much more flatter, uh, with the virtual nature of it, it's one, very easy to connect and add value on those things. But two, it does awesome for your resume because you can update your profiles. And it may just be that extra that someone's looking for. Uh, I mean, I remember I got one job just because I'd done one particular certification that the other person who was hiring was interested in. That was my extra at that time. Um, and also, you know, another guest mentor point that was made on the show was progress is not likely to be linear. It's more going to be like a winding road. Um, and our guest mentors have recommended loads of resources. Um, so that's why I sent uh, the person who wrote in the, uh, the entire index at the back of our finance mentors ledger book where we summarized all the interviews from the first 200 episodes. So the sort of key sort of resources they mentioned, uh, websites to go check out, uh, topics that were covered um, in terms of what was front of their mind and so on. Obviously not everything is going to be relevant, but coming back to the point of how do we stay relevant into the future, um, there's plenty of guidance in there are certain things that could potentially work. And that's why we keep doing the Strength in the Numbers show. That's why we keep bringing on guest mentors who help us understand what works, what doesn't, their hard-won lessons, how we can remain relevant, uh, what strengths we need to be developing, where we should be looking to go and provide value. And again, there's loads of opportunities to do that for someone in transformation. So I really hope for those of you that might be going through a bit of a tough time at the moment on the role front, I hope that you found this episode useful. And as usual, we really appreciate tuning in today. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.